Looks, has time to throw. There's an out deep. Way downfield. Grab by now. He's going to score. He's going to score. Touchdown, Purdue. Seth Morales. Seth Morales. There are no flags. The Boilermakers have taken the lead on a 64-yard strike. Unbelievable. And they're showing blitz again. They back out of the blitz. Toss it downfield. Caught by Stubblefield. Stubblefield beat Dwight Ellett and waltzes into the end zone. It covers 97 yards. Four in motion. They get it to him. Four in space. A burst of speed. A first down for Purdue. He's still going. Moore cuts back. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. Bailey the other way. Marcus Bailey punctuates this upset with a pick six. It's Tuesday, it's October 3rd, 2023, a brand new episode of the Boiler Breakdown Podcast is on the go. air, live on the Boiler Breakdown YouTube channel, Twitter slash <laughs> X account, and on Facebook. Like, subscribe, follow, do all those things to our accounts if you haven't already, and if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast platform, please give us a five-star rating and review, that really helps us a lot. With all that said, I'm Tanner Lee, along with my co-host, Evan Webb. Webby, how's it going? Pretty good, Sam. Pretty good. A lot better than about seven days ago, so I'll take it. Yes, amen to that. <laughs> so finally, not only did the Boilers get a victory over the Illini, 44-19, it was a nice, comfortable, at least fourth quarter to watch in ross Stadium, something we haven't been accustomed to too much over the last decade or so. Now, I was trying to think, like, when's the last game that we had that it was like, you know, going into the fourth quarter, it was like, okay, we can, we just got to just, you know, coast this one out. Was it, I mean, was it maybe like Indiana State last year? Maybe, probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. A little, a little, a little big 10 game. Because Northwestern got tight last year mm-hmm. on senior day. Um, Indiana yeah. was pretty tight towards, I mean, towards the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean it's usually a dogfight. Yeah, it's usually we we pulled out a close one last year, or like Wisconsin last year, they kicked our doors on. So mm-hmm. yeah, so it, it was nice, nice for a change, just to sit back and relax. And I don't know about you, but I think I want to say that second half was the best Purdue's played all year. Some people could say, at least defensively, that was Virginia Tech mm-hmm. in the second half. But I, I, I think everybody will agree at least the third quarter of the Illinois game was the best quarter that Purdue's played all year. 100%, yeah. That was, I mean, it kind of, like I said, I didn't realize how good of a quarter it was until, like, the quarter was over, and I was like, holy crap, we just like, we ran away with this thing after being, you know, up only 16-13 right at the end of the second half when you score, uh, I mean, 21 points unanswered in, in the third quarter and, yeah, kind of just coasted to the finish line. Yeah, I mean, you came it came out firing because um, because really at halftime I felt like we should have been up more than mm-hmm. we were. That's what was frustrating. Um, but got it going in the third quarter. Defense got more pressure on Altmaier than they had seen in the first half. Which I mean, the defense did a good job all day, but particularly in the second half. And then um, yeah, just kind of melted the thing away. Um, Big time boiler on YouTube said that Illinois game was by far the best we've played all year. Amen. Yeah. Now, how, how much of that do you do? Maybe it's Illinois being good, or compared, to, or you know, the fact that Walters was calling the defense for the first time all year. What do you what do you attribute that to? Maybe you made a little bit of both. Man, I think a little bit of both. I, yeah, I don't think Illinois is that great of a team. Mm-hmm. I think everybody thought they were going to be better than they've shown mm-hmm. this year so far through five games, uh, particularly on the on the both sides of the line. So usually their lines were pretty strong. Like at least yeah. that was kind of like their strength coming into the year. I know you said during the game that they had um, what two guys on the defensive line that are projected to be drafted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of of course, their defense secondary is hurting not only from the loss of Ryan Walters, but also three mm-hmm. guys who went in the top uh, seventy five of the NFL draft. That's gonna hurt mm-hmm. any team. Um, but I think it was a combination of Illinois not being as good and just the familiarity of our staff and, and the staff changes, like you mentioned with Walters being down on the field, Kevin Kang being up in the box. And then on the offensive side with Harold being up in the box, which um, I mean, I've never coached football a day in my life, but uh, for many reasons, but I would think if I was a head coach, I would want my offense coordinator up in the box. I just feel like you could see more that way. 
Big time boiler said Walters uh, calling defense he thinks was a huge difference. Don't think Kane calls that corner blitz. I thought the same change, thing right Change the happens. game. I didn't say it a lot, but I thought, I don't know if we've seen that all year, and I don't know if Kane been playing pretty conservative on defense, kind of, you know, sitting back on our heels, you know, kind of letting the game come to us. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like the yeah, Walters was just kind of maybe, you know, was it, I mean, he says it wasn't, had nothing to do with the opponent, but, you know, do you think he was trying to prove something to, you know, the his former staff? Um, but, yeah, I feel like there's just a little bit of juice in the defense in this game. Oh, yeah. I mean, he could say everything he wanted uh, in, in the post game, like he did, like, ah, oh, this was just another game. Mm-hmm. Nah. Nah, yeah. there's a little more added to it. There was, there's yeah. enough guys he brought with him. That it, it, it's, it's definitely more of a rivalry than at least as far as as long as Bielema is still there going forward. It's gonna be more of a rivalry than it was. Yeah, uh, previous to that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Day on Facebook <laughs> says Cam Allen still looks like he runs with weights on his ankles. Bro runs a six four forty. I thought he actually played pretty well play, the other day. So. Um, it was interesting to see towards the end after they kind of pulled some of the starters, he was in Thieneman's spot towards the end. I thought maybe they might have maybe put someone else back there, maybe someone who was a little bit less experienced. But yeah, he had three tackles. I mean, wasn't mm-hmm. huge in the stat book, but uh, he didn't, let's say, uh, miss uh, play of some missed coverage as as, yeah. as like glaring the, uh, as he has. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the, I mean, Milan missed a plays that could have turned the game sure change the game that we had their their tight end seam was wide open wide open was, was i mean a blown coverage by somebody i'm assuming some sort of linebacker um and then that one thing that was on him and then uh was it wills 16 he got beat. wilson wilson he got beat in the second half and thankfully the guy uh couldn't catch it kind of dropped it twice hit him in the yeah him in the chest and it bounced up and then hit him in the hands. So, um, yeah, yeah. Illinois didn't take advantage of some big plays, mm-hmm. but, uh, overall I thought Purdue played well on both sides of the ball. Special teams wasn't as good as it's been, mm-hmm. um, at times, but it wasn't a problem either. So, no. you know, I think, I think they were graded out about a B or B minus. The I mean, had, from uh, Golden Black, so. I mean, they had the blocked PAT after the, our scoop and score. Um, and then they had obviously the the blocked punt or you know suspected block punt that negated yeah. the uh, roughing sure. the kicker. Um, so not perfect, but yeah, nothing like that was super costly. Cameron Day on Facebook will Purdue cover the uh, two and a half point spread on Saturday. Stay tuned and find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I'm surprised it's it's that low to be honest. I, I thought it'd be around like four four and a half. Nick, yeah. But yeah. I think it's more of McNamara being out and uh, yeah, the back and quarterback being in. Um, but we, they lost the running back too, didn't they? Yes, who ran for at least 200 on us last year, Williams. <laughs> so, yeah, that was an ugly game last year. But uh, uh, focusing on the Illinois game first, uh, looking at the box score, of course, Hudson Card led Purdue in passing yards. He was 18 for 26 for 217 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, no mm-hmm. fumbles by Hudson, so a nice clean game protecting the football. Um, is it too early to say uh, Purdue's strength as an offense is in the ground game? <laughs> it's looking like that. I mean, given, uh, it's weird to say, but Tyrone Tracy, he's definitely emerged. Def- I mean, as RB one for sure, especially just given Maccabee's loose hands with the ball. Yeah, Tracy had 21 carries for 112 yards, one touchdown, 5.3 yards per carry. Maccabee, 14 touches, 67 yards, one touchdown, 4.8 yards per carry. Dylan Downing, four carries, but he took advantage of those four carries for 30 yards, one touchdown, 7.5 yards per carry. And Hudson Card, uh, six carries for negative 20 yards, zero touchdowns, negative 3.3 yards per carry. But that takes into account sacks as well. Um Receiving spread the ball around pretty nicely. Uh, Deion Burks, five receptions for 83 yards, one touchdown, 16.6 yards per reception. Adur um, Yassin, uh, two receptions for 35 yards, no touchdowns. Yeah, he's a, half, yes, he did. Seven to drive. Uh, 17 half yards per reception, of course. Uh, he has yet to find an end zone yet, but I think that's coming soon. 
Mm-hmm. Garrett Miller, two receptions, 31 yards, one touchdown. Nice to see him finally get get a touchdown. His first one since 2020. Long time coming from a big 88. Max Clare, who we did see get injured. I have not read any reports on his injury, which scares me. Mm-hmm. Um, three receptions for 27 yards. TJ Sheffield, two receptions for 21. Mockby, two for 11. Jaden Dixon Veal, the uh, junior college transfer, one reception for five. And Tyron Tracy Jr., one reception for four yards. So, uh, Christopher here on Facebook says having three weapons is big. I assume he's talking about the running backs. Yeah. Yeah. Having a nice three headed monster and three guys who have uh, different run styles each. Mm -hmm. uh, Definitely helps. Yeah, Downing, when he scored his touchdown, he just, I mean, he just muscled his way into the end zone, which was nice to see because, yeah, I mean, Tracy hits the hole so quickly. Mockaby's kind of just a wild card. You really never know where he's going to go, especially really on the outside. And yeah, Downing just kind of lowered the shoulder, lowered the pads and just went mm-hmm. at it. Yep. Defense, Sanusi Kane led the team in tackles with seven. Uh, two of those were assisted and a sack. Don't think him in five with two assisted. Marcavius uh, Brown, three, one assisted, one sack on that corner blitz that uh, forced the fumble. Yanni Karloff, this is his best game to date. And Walter said it was the best game any of our inside linebackers have had this season. Uh, three tackles, five assisted, one sack. Kim Allen, three tackles. Uh, Batros Alessandro, uh, two tackles, two assisted. Nick, Nick, it still says Nick Carraway. So I, I almost <laughs> just said Nick Carraway. Nick Scorton, uh, two and one. Uh, Cole Bre- Brevard, two and one. Marquise Wilson, two and one. Antonio Stevens, two tackles. Um, Kajan Jenkins, one tackle and a sack. Um, who got the touchdown? Doesn't have the touchdown here in the back box score. I think that was, uh, wasn't that Malik Lanham? 35. Um, yeah. It just has on ESPN, it has tackle, sacks, and interceptions. Trying to see if uh, I can find it. I'm on the I'm on the pretty website. Um is there like a pretty sure it was Sam. Uh Malik Langham, yep. Yeah, it just has he because he's he's only got a fumble recovery because for no yep. yards. <laughs> yep. So in Illinois, uh, we held Altmeyer in check, 16 for 25, 202 yards, and a touchdown. On the ground, he had 13 carries, 29 yards. Pretty much all those were on the first carry of the game, which <laughs> I, I know you and I thought, oh, boy, here we go again. Yeah. Uh, just the collective take, groan from the stadium. Uh, <laughs> Funny looking back now. At the time, it was just like, Jesus, are we seriously doing this? <laughs> Caden Figgin uh, had 11 carries for 85 yards. Josh McCray, 10 for 35 and a touchdown. Isaiah Williams who was the, besides Charlie, Charlie Jones, he was the leading um, Big Ten player in re- receiving yards coming into this year, from last year. Six receptions for 113 yards, but no touchdowns. Pat Brown, Bryant, three receptions, 40 yards, and a touchdown. Malik Elzey, two for 24. Casey Washington, Washington two for 19. Tip Rimmon, one for 13. Josh McCray, three for 11. And Hank Beatty, one for six. Um and Illinois only got to Hudson one and a half times, or two times, excuse me. There's another half sack there at the bottom. So, yeah. So, overall, good day for the Boilermakers. The Cannon stays home. Um, add another one up to the recent success Purdue had over the Illini. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, so What was it? I mean, just the streak that we've had against them, even dating back to uh, – Hazel was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Daryl, two of his nine wins were against yeah. Illinois. Both of, the, of those were on the road. Uh, Purdue's just had good success against them. Historically, they're pretty similar programs, I would say. Uh, I had a tweet. I almost did it on Saturday. I didn't do it because I didn't want to. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to poke the bear, but I want to be like it's some long lines of like you know what? Maybe he's like Hazel because he just whooped it low his ass like Hazel did. <laughs> you should have. You so should have pulled the trigger. There is something similar there. The Hazel is still yep. beat Illinois. <laughs> yep. Um, what'd you think of everything going on around campus? Homecoming, the official dedication of Tiller Tunnel, Sean Phillips being back. Um, it was cool to see Phillips back. Um, from what I saw from the Tiller Tunnel, looked like a pretty cool little ceremony. I mean. I'm, uh, I know some people were kind of mad that they didn't do it during the game. <laughs> That's awesome. Joe Bruce. <laughs> they didn't. Do, uh, some people were mad they didn't do it during the game, but I'm cool with it being, you know, let it be for the family, let it be for those exactly. close to them. Um, it's cool to have everybody, you know, a lot of former players back who were, you know, lovers of Joe like everybody else. Um, I mean, it's homecoming. You saw a ton of people, 
walking through the concourse that you know either you see at every game or like oh you went to you went to class with or whatever. So it's always so it was a fun time for homecoming. And it was I mean incredible weather, probably one of the better yes it was weather days we'll have for homecoming, especially yeah. in late September. You never know how that's going to be. Um, great crowd. Um, I know the student section filed out a little early in, in the second half or early second half, but I mean students aren't really going to fault them for much. Nope. Um, got to go in line, get in line at Harry's. Maybe, right. maybe they were, they were going to Mad Mush. Maybe they were maybe going to Mad go. Mush. Um, Both. I was actually pretty. I was actually pretty surprised at the number of Illinois fans that were there. Um, especially the fact short that they, drive, short I mean, short drive. Yeah, but I, you know, had they been better, I, I wouldn't have been as surprised. The fact that they were kind of also struggling, I wasn't really sure. Um, but it was, it was overall a really good, really good environment, and it's always a fun time. Yep, yep, always fun. To, it's, it's felt good to finally get a, a win in Rothsay, and I don't know if I could have stomached not only going 1-4 in September, but 0-4 at home. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Patrick Kennedy on uh, YouTube said Triple X. Yes, maybe go. they were going to Triple X. Um, yeah, you can, you can really plan out the perfect day around campus if, if, yeah. if you've put in some effort there with, with all the good restaurants and, and bars we got around we campus. We had waltz so. beforehand. It was delicious. Yep. Yeah, well, Waltz is always a good spot. So, uh, Christopher on Facebook, how many Illini fans are secretly cheering for Walters? Uh, I, I feel so like not many. Now. Yeah, not so much now. Bruno's. Especially, yeah, Bruno's a good one, Patrick. Um, yeah, maybe maybe at first they were really you know, really happy for him, but then maybe once you they read about the whole Hudson cards area <laughs> uh, coming up and stealing them off campus. Yeah, I can't. I mean, they're kind of a the Illini fan base is definitely a finicky bunch to put it lightly. Nice way to put it. Put it, put it lightly. Um, so yeah, I don't think they're uh, they're pretty uh, pretty uh, positive that the reason for their success last year was mostly due to. Uh, Old Bert over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's something. He's something. Not hard to pick out on the sideline. I'll just say that. No, no, no. He, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to be nice. I can, I can say many things right now, but I'm going to be he's nice. A, what's, oh, what's the place in Champagne? It's called the Ribeye. It's a pretty, pretty little steak place. I'm sure he frequents it. I'm sure he's been to the Beef House a couple times, too. Yeah. Uh, on his way to Purdue. A big time boiler on YouTube. That was a big win for Walters. What recruit will choose Illinois over Purdue now? Every win like that helps, especially in recruiting yep. battles. Mm-hmm. We've already kind of seen it already with I'm blanking on the kid's name, 2024 class. Um, Williams, been, right? Williams, yeah, Luke, Luke yeah. Williams, something like that. Sounds right. Sounds right without no, looking it, it up. Sure. Um, I mean, he's basically down at Purdue, Illinois, it looked like, and yep. yeah, he chose the good side. Yep. Yep. And I really think the programs historically, like I've mentioned before, are really on par. But mm-hmm. I think I think Purdue's set up right now better for the future. Um, mm-hmm. Illinois is not taking advantage of the momentum they kind of created last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick on YouTube, would Walt ever take the Colorado job? Uh, you know, he uh, know. he he was interested last year, and I think he even got interviewed. Um, I think the. I mean, it just depends. I mean, we yeah, knows yeah, how yeah. long Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, mm-hmm. if you want to call him, that'll be there. I mean, I'm sure it's always going to be intriguing going back to your uh, alum. But at the same time, now with how much money the Big Ten Conference gets, mm-hmm. they, they get more than the Big 12, which I don't know if everybody remembers this, but that's where Colorado's going next year, back to the Big 12, which they probably should have never left. Right. Um, I, I think that plays a big part in it. Honestly, I don't know if Jeff Brom leaves if, if it wasn't for Louisville last year right just because of i mean the intrigue of the big 10 west is going away starting Mm -hmm. next year for future openings but that that money talks that that big 10 money talks and now with the deal with you know nbc and fox and cbs which we we talk about constantly uh definitely doesn't hurt things so yeah but you know i mean never know i mean never know you never mean it's hard to hard to fault a guy for wanting to go home um i mean also looking at colorado like you know, if prime leaves in a year or two, like, you know, I, I can't imagine. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what coach can, if they have like this level of success that you think they may be able to have, you know, they, they, you know, they hung with USC, um, you know, in terms of just like the recruiting momentum they have, like, I'm not sure they could sustain that with another coach outside of someone. I mean, coach prime's a pretty, um, you know, his, his personality is, you know, 
pretty intoxicating for certain recruits. So it, it's yeah. hard to fault, you know, is it, I mean, we have this conversation a lot, like with basketball too, is it, you know, is it, a, you know, is the, is it the program or the coach, you know, right now you could argue that Duke is all about, you know, people think Duke is a power. Like, was it, I mean, was it, or was it just, they had a really good coach, you know, for a long time. I guess we'll see with Shire. He seems to be doing a pretty good job off right now, but like, you know, like North Carolina, that's just kind of a program thing. Kansas is a program thing. Um, so you know, if Colorado does really, really well, is it, the, is it, you know, ingrained in their program or is it just because they had, they just struck gold with the right coach at the right time? I would say they struck gold because I mean, no, I would, campus I would, is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, they've had some moments, especially in the nineties, Cordell Stewart, they won national championship early two thousands. They won a, uh, well, they at least made appearance, maybe they didn't win it in the big 12 championship. And then they were just awful for the last mm-hmm. decade or so. And, that was just they weren't getting the right guys there. Um, so I don't. I definitely don't think they're a school that recruits itself. Um, mm-hmm. Colorado, for the most part, that state that's a pro sports state. Yes. That is not a college sports state. And that's why this that their state is so excited about this Colorado hype because now they can actually do watch a team on Saturdays and don't have to wait till Sundays or. Or NBA season or NHL season. Because I mean, color, I mean, in Colorado, you don't really have like I mean, like Indiana, we're pretty. Bl- the three massive universities and when it comes to football and then basketball you throw in you know butler and then obviously like indiana state ball state can you know make some noise sometimes but like when it comes to even like in football obviously a pretty nerdy in indiana but like in colorado i mean you have i mean colorado colorado state but colorado state's pretty garbage. in air force but air force but is a military air, yeah, i mean yeah. i mean there's solid at football but i mean yeah. for uh, uh power five you only got one know um and then if you want to if you want to call others i mean there's northern colorado which is located in Greeley. i mean that's where vincent jackson went but besides that (laughs) they're not really known for anything um (laughs) yes that there there is and and, and that team actually beat evans bears and maybe other people's bears on here so uh yes broncos are not going 0 17 that's the only thing i can hang my hat on right now so (laughs) I am going to enjoy it while I can until they probably lose to the Jets on Sunday. So, um, but no, I, I feel really good about Purdue. It's, it's funny what a win can do to you, um, mm-hmm. your spirits. And now all of a sudden, you know, going into Iowa on Saturday, a team that we've pretty had good. pretty good success. <laughs> we've won uh, two of the last three uh, trips to Kinnick. Now that was with Jeff Brom and Stadium. Jeff mm-hmm. won four or six games against Iowa. Dave but Iowa, <laughs> no, no, he's not, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish we could borrow them from the Browns for one day, yeah. but um, but you know Iowa does not put up a lot of points whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But their defense is always solid. Special teams is always solid. They find ways to score touchdowns on both sides of the, the mm-hmm. ball there. Um, but I'm I, I'm liking Purdue's chances better now than I did a week ago. Um, Caden mm-hmm. McNamara, unfortunately for him, the Michigan transfer quarterback is out for the year. Um, so now they're back up. Whose name's escaping me? I think his last name's Nash. Um, he was going to transfer to Fordham from Wisconsin to Fordham because he was on Wisconsin team last year. Then Iowa talked him into uh, coming in. Uh, let's see if I can find his name here. Um, nope, not Nash. Way off. Deacon Hill. Don't know why I thought it was Nash. I am way off. Uh, we got a score prediction here from Ray Davis on Facebook. He says, Boilers 24-14. And uh, big time Boiler, yeah, Deacon Hill. I don't know why I thought Nash. That was way off. <laughs> But uh, I don't know much about him. He did go 11 for 27, 115 yards, one touchdown, one interception against the Spartans, mm-hmm. which was a dogfight for a while for Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know he's a bigger kid, and according to Don Tom Deanhart, he's not very mobile, or at least as mobile as Cade McNamara. I like so, the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so maybe get some pressure on him, and maybe we can get some sacks just like we did against Luke Allmeyer. Mm-hmm. Um, on on Saturday, but looking at the history of the Purdue Iowa series, um, and yes, big time Boiler said he oh, is a big boy, six five two sixty. So that is a that is a. He, he, I guarantee he's got a rocket of the arm if those are his measurements. Oh yeah. Um, all time series Purdue leads fifty wins to forty wins. Um, record at Ross Aid, even though it doesn't matter since we're not playing at Ross Aid. Twenty nine eighteen and one away record twenty one twenty two and two. Oh, that close, huh? Uh, Purdue's four and six in the last ten matchups. Um, average points nineteen put up against the Hawkeyes, so you know low. Uh, or no, that's the average points of margin for the series. Excuse me. Uh, last year was twenty four to three. 
Hawkeyes away in West Lafayette. But like I said, years before that, 24 to 7 win over number two ranked Iowa in 2021, 24 mm-hmm. 20 win in 2020, 26 20 loss in 2019, which I remember being really uh, happy with Purdue's performance that day because they were going in with a, like a JV squad with all the injuries <laughs> and put up a fight. Yeah. Uh, 38 36 Spencer Evans field goal win in 2018. 24-15 win in 2017, and we won't mention anything before that because it really. If you really, if you think, I mean, I mean, even Hope had some success against Iowa. I mean, there was one, one win, but it was up in Iowa, uh, 2012, 27-24 goal. Yep, Paul Griggs, 27-24. Yep, I remember I was watching that. Oh God, what was the restaurant it used to be right in the levee, right next to the hotel? Um, uh, Sky's Brewhouse. Yep. Remember watching that? Yeah. That I was watching that game there. Yeah. I thought he had. I mean, he, he fought him close. I mean, in twenty eleven, because um, he only he only went against them twice. Twenty eleven lost thirty one twenty one because we didn't play him in 09 or ten. That's right. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tiller had his fair share mm-hmm. of success, um, but really, he had, Tiller had a losing record against them too. It looks like so. Um, yeah. So. So, yeah, looking forward to that. I wish it was a night game. I know people are going to be like, what, are you crazy? A, a night game at, at Kinnick? But we don't play many true road night games. Uh, I mean, we play some like this weekend, 3.30, that will probably end in some darkness. But mm-hmm. um, I we I know you and I were trying to talk. When is the last true night game Purdue has had on the road? Was it 2010 at Northwestern? What about – what was the Nevada started – that was, yeah, a, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, well, I guess it was night for us because it was West Side, right? Really counts, right? Um, gosh, I really think it was, and I feel yeah, I think the bucket game last year was a 3 30 start because I mean, I know it yeah. ended at night, but it was right, know, I, yeah, I'm talking about 30, yeah, yeah it, it the games at, at seven, seven thirty, yeah. or eight. I'm really thinking yeah. it was, yeah, that's a good question. But um, it, it was originally, yeah, originally supposed to be a night game on NBC, but instead you got Flex back to 3.30 on the Peacock. Uh, so if uh, you don't have Peacock, you better get it for multiple reasons because Purdue's on it last week, Purdue's on it this week, Purdue's on it next oh, week at week. noon against Ohio State, and Purdue's on it six times, at least six times for basketball, including a trip to Bloomington. So six you uh, – yeah, you better get it. Um, I, 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 I trust me. I understand. There's so many streaming options. They're costing all of us money anymore. It is pretty ridiculous. But there's other good stuff on Peacock too. So pay six bucks, you'll probably find some other stuff to watch, and it's it's worth it. Hear that, or you probably got to miss the game or listen to it on the radio. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could find a legal stream, but usually those can crash your computer. So. <laughs> Um, so yeah, look at, looking forward to Saturday's matchup. Like it was discussed earlier on the pod, uh, Iowa is a two and a half point favorite right now. Um, wonder what the over under is for the game. Looked at it. It's like a Ray's score is pretty close. Um, 38 and a half. I got that. Yeah. So he's raised hmm. right at the under. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I know the metrics are on, aren't on our side. No. Um, but I'll save my prediction for a little bit, a yeah. little bit, but I haven't watched Iowa too much because I can't stand to watch them play because they're so no. boring. Um, I mean, but, they, they got saved because of a, was it a scoop and score? I know they definitely had a, a, a special team touchdown on Saturday against Michigan state. Mm-hmm. Did they have, a it was, it was a punt return. Okay. I thought they maybe had a defensive touchdown too, but they might, they might have. I mean, that that's what they're known for. That's, it's been the same Iowa brand since Ferentz got there in the nineties. I mean, it hasn't changed. It's just you know once in a while they've had they've had good quarterback play with Brad Banks in the early two thousands, Drew Tate. They've had a couple other decent guys, but they've never had that lightning in a bottle quarterback. They've had good mm-hmm. running backs, great linemen, great tight ends, and then great defensive players and, and good kickers and punters too. But Mission State had a scoop and, scoop and score. score. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, Iowa had field goal. Touchdown pass, field goal, field goal, seventy yard punt return, field goal. So yeah. yeah, so get some turnovers early, see what happens. Um yeah, on the year they've played 
They beat Utah State by 10, beat Iowa State by 7, and they whooped Western Michigan by 31. Um, got whooped by Penn State by 31 and went scoreless. Yeah, three first downs that game. Yeah, and then yeah, obviously just beat Michigan State by 10. So, yep, yep. yep. So I always I always enjoy the Iowa games because I feel like I think that makes because I, I I feel like we've always had a, a decent shot against them even when they've been really good. Um, yeah, I remember last year's being so depressing because it was a mm-hmm. rainy game anyways, and they just took it to us 24 to three. We couldn't do anything. It was really windy too, so um, yeah, they clocked us last year really bad. But time for some revenge. Time mm-hmm. for some revenge. I don't know what Iowa fans would do if we go up there and win three of the last four. <laughs> they might just lose it. Hey, hey, maybe Deion Burks is the new David Bell, yeah. or or hey, Ty- Tyrone Tracy, Tracy former Hawkeye, does yeah. wear number three. Yep, I, I could see that. I could see that. Um. Before we get into the Big Ten predictions and then the Purdue prediction, top 25 prediction, I want to get your bold, spicy take for the game. I knew this was coming. I still <laughs> forgot about it. There will be a defensive touchdown in the game with a team whose colors are black and gold, but they'll be the away team who gets the defense. All right. <laughs> Um, do you think we wear our same away jerseys that we wore at Virginia yes. Tech and that we've been yes. wearing, or do you think I'm I'm still hoping we get a, a version that, of our home jerseys yeah, on the I road? Think just, but, I think those are just the home yeah. ones. I think you're, I think you're right. Like the what like the mock speed that's going away yeah. after this year. Yeah, I think you're right. Next year, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Something for black I, pants, so yeah. not a huge fan of the white on gold. Whatever, whatever we win, if, if, if we wear what we wore for Virginia Tech and win, just keep wearing them. I don't yep. care. Uh, what do I want my bold, spicy prediction to be? Um, I like yours. Uh, at least two touchdowns from Tracy. Ooh, I like that. At least two touchdowns from Tracy. So Did I like the way that? he's playing with confidence. See what Deion Burks has been doing. Um, cause there was a special, that segment during yep. the game about how he, a part of the reason his diet during his transfer, his body transformation is incredible. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I need to get on Chipotle diet, I guess. Check guys. So he's trying to get the NIL deal, which he should. I mean, yep. let's go yep. Chipotle. Uh, George, George had an NIL deal with him. Did, yep. yep. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. I, that's one thing I will say, and I know it's tougher with football. The basketball team's done a really good job. All the different guys getting out and getting different companies. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Mason Gellis just picked one up yesterday with a uh, trash can cleaning, uh, trash can <laughs> sanitation company mm-hmm. um, nowadays. Well, Ethan just posted a uh, thing about me with McDonald's. McDonald's. Yep. I was like, geez. <laughs> we couldn't have been that. McDonald's Mondays every day at school. That could have been us. <laughs> so yeah, look at that. Right See? No free ass McDonald's. You hear that? Um, but no, it, yeah, it's very. And I know, I know, I know, football players have it too. I know Garrett Miller just signed one with a, a Wagyu beef farm down around Lafayette, which is pretty cool. Um, so, so yeah. there are some out there. So, yeah. Uh, all right, Big Ten games uh, Friday night. Got a big one in Champaign. Uh, two and three, Nebraska at two and three, Illinois. Illinois is a three and a half point favorite. Man, this one's tough because I don't like this Illinois team. Nebraska has been bad. <laughs> but I feel like Nebraska's got more dudes on their team. I, I do too. But it's Nebraska, and they're still finding ways to be Nebraska of, of recent. So I think I'm going to take the home team just because they're at home. I think it's going to really matter that it's at home. But <laughs> I'm 100% with you. I think Bert's a little pissed off after losing to his protege. I think uh, both these teams, they want to make a bowl. This is a huge one. Yeah, this it's a is huge a one because the loser bowl. falls the two and four. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh boy. Still have to play. I mean, Illinois still has um, – they still have – they play at Maryland next week. That, that's not easy. Nope. Um, uh play – Wisconsin, I mean, at Minnesota, they have Indiana. I still at yeah, they, Iowa. They don't have Ohio State or Michigan. They've already played mm-hmm. Penn State. So, yeah, Nebraska's um, got Northwestern, us at Michigan State, Maryland at Wisconsin, Iowa. Yeah. So they both have some. They have some winnable games, but yeah, this is a must-win for both. 
Five and zero Maryland at five and zero number four Ohio State. This was the Fox Big Noon game. I've been reading more about how the television works with Big Ten matchups. Fox mm. gets the first choice every week. Do they? Yes. I thought I read something that they get the first choice slash it goes to like either Ohio State or Michigan, something along the line. I, I could be. Okay. I don't know if I'm. There might have been someone just wrote the message boards and someone was just lying. And I just took it for. But then after that, it gets murky with NBC yeah. and Peacock, Fox Sports One, and Big Ten Network, things like that. Mm-hmm. But because I thought this game might be the NBC night game when, mm-hmm. when it was announced last week, but then it was Fox Big Noon. Um, Ohio State's a 20 point favorite. I like the Buckeyes to win, but Maryland to cover. I agree. I think it's. I can see it being like a single digit game, 10 points or less. Maryland gets this one. Watch out. Yeah. So I've so kind of talked about, I think Maryland gets one of the big three in the East. So they get somebody. Um, do they have anybody at home? We better be cheering have- for Ohio state because for one, we want to rank as best as possible coming in just in case we do pull another great upset. Mm-hmm. And two, we don't want to pissed off. No, <laughs> Maryland has Penn state and Michigan both at home. So yeah, yeah, yeah. never know. I think uh, I think this might be the one that they can get. Yeah, four and one Rutgers almost bowl eligible already. Eligible. at three and one Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a fourteen point favorite. Wisconsin had a bye week this week, so they've had two weeks to prepare. Essentially, I think Wisconsin gets it done. Yeah, I think it. I could see Rutgers getting close to covering, but I don't think they do. I think Camp Randall's too much. Yeah, Wisconsin. Howard at Northwestern. Uh, Howard's two and two. Northwestern is two and three. There's no line, but I mean, Howard. I mean, they're they're two and two, and they're an FCS school. They so I, lost to Eastern Michigan. They beat Morehouse sixty-five to nineteen. They lost to Hampton thirty-five thirty-four barn burner, and they beat Robert Morris thirty-five to ten. <laughs> I'm taking the Wildcats in this I'm point. taking the Wildcats, and they cover whatever line is there in the ether. Howard, uh, wasn't that where uh, No Jelly no Eastern was yep. one time committed to? Yep. Um, and then the night game on NBC, the battle for the Little Brown Jug, number two, Michigan, who is 5-0 at 3-2, and two, Boat Boy, Minnesota Golden Gophers. Uh, Michigan's 19-point favorite. I think they win, and I think they cover. I think this is a blowout. I think, I think Michigan rolls in that one. I guess this is a blowout. Uh, before we get to the Purdue, let's look at some top 25 matchups. Uh, interesting one in Missouri. Uh, number 23-ranked 20, uh, LSU. 3-2 uh, and two for Brian Kelly. Um, he could use a win here if he gets a loss. We could start hearing some fire Kelly chants down there in Baton Rouge, as crazy as that sounds. They're at number 21, Missouri, who's 5-0, and, oh, and really one of the surprises around college football. LSU you six know, and a half point favorite. I'm they sorry. They are, yes. Um, I'm going with Missouri. I'll take LSU, but I hope you're right. Missouri's going to get, they've, they're uh, having a good kind of stretch here. The football team's 5 and 0. Their basketball team's has been doing pretty well in the recruiting trail. Um, uh, they've got, um, there was a one time Purdue target, Trent Burns, that 7 3 kid from Houston. He just committed there over the weekend. Uh, but I think they've gotten a five star for next year's class already. So they're uh, good things going on in uh, wherever the hell Missouri is located. I completely is it is it Columbia? Columbia, Columbia yes, yes. Well, they should though with St. Louis right in their backyard. You should mm-hmm. be able to recruit. You should dominate that. But and I think there was something. I don't know if it ever like went live, but I thought there was like some sort of like legislation thing where. If you are a Missouri high school kid and you commit to an in-state school, you can start earning NIL in high school. So it kind of incentivizes them to stay in there. So when you talk about, I mean, the St. Louis is a hotbed for recruiting. So it'd be interesting to see if that actually is. I know that I saw one thing that was kind of being presented. I don't know if it ever went into effect. Um, But that if that is true, man, that could be, I mean, whatever your thoughts on NIL, that's smart for the state legislation legislation yep. to do something like that to incentivize kids to stay home big one down here at the texas state fair the cotton bowl number 12 uh, ranked uh, undefeated 5-0 oklahoma versus number three ranked 5-0 texas texas six and a half point favorite over under for this one 60 and a half <laughs> i hope it's a shootout um 
Yeah, I, I feel it, like it these is. games are or they're blowouts. There's no yeah. in between. Yeah, it's never a 20 to 14 game. And Oklahoma um, surprised me this year. I with Venables, yeah. they were bad last year. I'm like, I don't know if he's the guy. They're they're making a statement early this year. So. I think Texas wins in the cover. I, I do. Think too. Texas is out is out to prove something. I think they're very very good. I mean, they are ranked number three, but I think they're yeah, arguably probably the best team in the country. Arguably, but. yep. Uh, number thirteen, Washington State, four and zero at uh, soon to be Big Ten member three and one UCLA, who is a three and a half point favorite. Hold on, I'm trying to find it here. What was oh, the game? Sorry, uh, Washington State at UCLA. Oh, there it is. Um, ooh, UCLA's three and a half. Hello, Andrew Eiler. He lives. We got a, the the band is here, full band tonight. Band is back together. Uh, We're Washington predicting State. top twenty five games, Andrew. I, Washington I State at UCLA, Andrew. Now. Who you got? <laughs> I don't know. Washington State, Washington. no Cougs. <laughs> we'll go with Cougs, yeah. I'll take the Bruins just because they're going to join the Big Ten and and ah. Chip Kelly can put up some points. Um, Number thirteen, Washington State. Yeah, the, the well, pack, pack twelve is good. A, the pack four. Someone, <laughs> someone's like, what if uh, NCAA or college football playoff? Well, it's college football playoffs. I don't know the NCAA. Um, if it was like a 12 team thing, someone had Fresno State as the 12 seed. <laughs> I still think through five Adam. teams, I think through five teams, they're the best team we've played. And that's the uh, one we, yeah. we should have won. Yeah. I, I say Syracuse, we could have. Fresno, we should have. Yeah. So. Speaking of Syracuse, they were handed their first loss of the year to Clemson, four and one. They travel to travel to Chapel Hill to take on four and zero, number fourteen North Carolina, who's a nine and a half point favorite. Oh, I got eight and a half on ESPN. Yeah, I see eight and a half on ESPN. Stupid score app. <laughs> uh, Tar Heels. Yeah, yeah I like I Drake May. I think they cover that one. Yeah. Um, this is a really interesting one. Number eleven, Alabama, four and one travels a four and one Texas A and M. Alabama's two and a half point favorites yeah. on the road, which I was surprised it wasn't more. Even though I know A and M is four and one, A and M lost their starting quarterback a week ago for the season, so they're playing with a backup. I, I think Bama wins, but yeah, I think they do too. I think people are giving Saban a reason to complain and yell and go nuts. So yeah, roll uh, tide. Another SEC's got some good ones this week. Number 20, 5 and 0 Kentucky at number 1, 5 and 0 Georgia who squeaked by Auburn. Georgia's 14 and a half point favorites. Was that the game that kind of woke Georgia up and now they're just kind of I thought it would have been South Carolina though, 2 weeks prior and it's That's like true. if they keep doing this somebody's going to nip them. But, no one respects them. No one expected them to be this good team. That's why. Oh yeah, they've only won back to back Right. <laughs> Just like Ryan think, Day. Ryan Day said, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia versus the world. The world. <laughs> Georgia gets the world. Nobody respects us. Uh, yeah, I think Georgia. I think they, yeah. I think they cover. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. But Kentucky, Kentucky's solid this year. Um, uh, one that I think many Purdue fans will have their eyes on for one reason or another. Number 10, Notre Dame. Five and one that should be four and two, but Duke doesn't know how to cover a fourth and ten with no QB spy out there. <laughs> At number twenty-five, five and zero oh, Louisville. How is Louisville ranked? With I mean, they're five and zero. Oh. You hey, you play you plays on your schedule and they've won, but Maryland, who I mean, look at common opponents. Louisville squeaked by Indiana, and Maryland blew their freaking doors off. Um, that's a great uh, question. You know, Louisville squeaked by Georgia Tech. Needed Georgia Tech to re- kind of really screw up that yeah, game. Yeah, needed Haynes Keene to fumble. Yeah. Um, they squeaked by the other night was against that, NC was State. The, was, was Georgia Tech when they were down like 28 to like yep. 7 at halftime or something, yep. weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Georgia Tech went over in the second half because yeah. they woke up. Um, yeah. I mean, Louisville could put up some points. Um, yeah. Jack Plummer's still Jack Plummer. Uh, good kid. Hadn't got any better. Um, <laughs> They'll get a lot of personal foul penalties. Um, they'll get a lot of penalties, <laughs> well, period. They won't graduate. Uh, they'll get a lot of penalties, period. I don't have a line for this game for some reason. I have Notre Dame six and a half. Six and a half. I think Notre Dame 
wins by two scores. Oh, really? I don't yeah. know. I, I, I think so as well. I think, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. I actually kind of want Notre Dame to blow him. Oh! <laughs> oh. oh. I, can't, I can't do it. I mean, even though it's still weird to watch these Louisville games, I've watched like three of them. And I, I usually root against them. I root against them. I get rooted for them against Indiana. I'll root for them against the Irish. But I think the Irish win in a close one. You know, I was making fun of Notre Dame's schedule start of year. All of a sudden, it has got tough mm-hmm. uh, with Duke being better than a lot of people thought and USC next week. So they can't afford to overlook Louisville, though. No. Well. Uh, number 24, Fresno State, five-and-a-half-point favorites at Wyoming, who is and 4-1. I'm a I'm a Fresno State fan. <laughs> the rest yeah, of the year, so. yeah. I want to see them play in a New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, yeah, give me the Bulldogs. Um, Arizona USC. That's a no brainer. I still can't get over Oregon State's fifteenth. Yeah, Oregon State's fifteenth had a big win over Utah. Four and one at three and two Cal. Uh, Oregon State's nine and a half point favorites. Oregon State's fifteen. Washington State's thirteen, and they're the two on the outside looking in with no yeah. home. <laughs> It just, I, I mean, I get the academic prestige of Cal and Stanford, but from a football, uh, uh, football uh, standpoint, to, come on. needs to get rid of football and basketball because they're dog crap in both of them. <laughs> yes, they <laughs> are. Like, they're good at like the, the Olympic sports. Like Stanford, like, too. Incredible academic school. Um, but if, if anything, shut down the basketball program. The basketball program is <laughs> atrocious. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Not good. But I like the Beavers in this one. I did not realize that was where DJ. Oh, ukulele or what? Yeah, I did not realize. Yeah, yeah, he he's he's playing well. I'm sure Clemson wanted some back, but you know, you guys didn't want him when he was there. So, yeah. uh, we already did the Big Ten games, Andrew. But you have any any thoughts on the Big Ten slate overall? Um, See any upsets there or anything? Howard, come on, Howard. <laughs> yeah, we talked about Howard's schedule. They, really beat, interested uh, they beat Morehouse like 65 to 14. <laughs> Morehouse, the powerhouse. <laughs> Lost to Hampton by one. <laughs> I see that, yeah. Hey, they didn't, they, 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 they bounced back against Robert Morris, though. So, yeah. yeah. Old Bobby Morris there. I wish there was a line for that Howard Northwestern game. What do, you, what do you think it would be? Northwestern by six. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say they, they better be double digits, but that's just awful. Uh, uh, you didn't talk about Purdue Iowa. Then. I'm we have not predicted it yet. We're, we're waiting for that last. What, is, uh, what we, are your thoughts on the uh, on the game on Saturday, though? Yeah. Uh, let me see. How much did I even get to watch? How was the broadcast on the Peacock? By the way, <laughs> uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't as it was. It was. It wasn't. I didn't have any qualms. Okay, they were fine. I, thought I saw some oh, okay. people saying how, how awful they were. Yeah. Well, at least there's a the, the the pregame was weird. Like a bunch of the random guys that I was like, I had never heard. I was like, I thought the pregame was pretty bad. If we're paid five ninety nine, we better get good announcing. Yeah, I thought the game was okay. They were actually kind of fair. At least um, I think I only got to watch about half of it. I don't remember what the heck we did Saturday. Um, I was following along. I don't really watch that much. I think I watched them in the second half. But uh, that was a good half. They to watch. seemed more. Yeah, it was. Uh, they definitely were more. Maybe it's just also the way because, like you said, Purdue owned the second half, but it seemed like they definitely were more like positive toward Purdue than typical. As a Purdue fan, you think of the announcers are like, "Oh, it's us against the world!" Yeah, literally. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. That could have just been the short that I was period. Plus, I was in a good mood because Purdue was dominating and winning comfortably. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. It was so nice to be at Ross Aid in the fourth quarter and just relax and enjoy it for once. Yeah. Did uh, did you guys when when Illinois scored with like eight minutes to go to cut it to what like seventeen? And then they went for two and didn't get it. Did you get a little nervous? No. No. I did I did think like okay I, like, this is it, like it's not over yet, but like I wasn't have I didn't have the here we go again. <laughs> I wasn't didn't at that, that point. Way. I did get a little bit I was like, uh, Purdue goes three and out and punts here and kills like forty seconds. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like, yeah. had we done, had we done like that, I probably would have freaked yeah. out. But yeah, Walters likes to run a little more than old Jeffrey did. Jeffrey would have passed three times. He and, runs now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now he does. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the horses. Yeah. Well. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's kind of why I kind of want Notre Dame to blow him out. <laughs> 
Yeah, like, because I I want to see Louisville just like burning when they go like five and seven one year. That Mooney, it was better broadcasting <laughs> than actual NBC on Sunday Night Football for reasons. <laughs> yeah, that's every Kansas City game going forward. I have a feeling. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just glad a lot of the nations along with me with hating the Chiefs, maybe for all different reasons, but hey, the more the merrier. Come on board. Come on board, because there's a lot of people that love them now, especially the NFL social media accounts. Um, yeah, that's a podcast for another day. Um, George's having a good year. Go, George. But the rest of them. Uh, but yeah, Noah, how are you feeling going into the Iowa game, Andrew, though, after the Illinois win? More optimistic now yeah, oh, uh, yeah. than you were? Much, much than yeah, the week before, even though... <laughs> I don't know. Looking back on the Wisconsin game, the second half wasn't terrible. Right. It started off absolutely. Once they got into boring. no huddle and kind of got in a flow, yeah. things clicked better. I don't know. More optimistic, especially like, I don't know. I'm sure you guys talked about the week that the changes that yep. uh, Walters made with Harold Graham and um, Kane up in the booth. So, mm-hmm. And Walters calling the defense for the first time. And I don't know if that was Illinois's quarterback being horrible or what but which there definitely were some open throws that he missed oh there were there were first quarter when i think i think they might have got when they got a field goal i think a wide open tight end oh my gosh there was no we could have made that throw we would have been a lob but we could have made that throw but the whole stadium like gasped it was like i was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) he's so wide open so i think it was a combo of that of the changes implemented and Illinois being bad, so we'll see. But I mean, yeah. Illinois is a pretty bad offense right now. Next week, yeah, so. yeah, without the starting quarterback, K. McNamara's out for the year. It's like, is it is it like a race to twenty? <laughs> Could be. Uh, big like time. Purdue scores twenty. Is that like their quarterback? Their new quarterback Iowa? is six five two sixty. Yeah, Deacon Hill's a big boy. <laughs> Hopefully, he can't run. Though. He, he's not yeah, supposed man. to be very mobile at all. According to Big Time Boiler earlier on YouTube, says he only throws a fastball. So, can you play line? Can you play offensive line? <laughs> uh, but no, I expect a dog fight Saturday. But I'm I'm feeling a lot better about it than I than I was before the weekend. I was defense is good, but not as dominant as it's been. Right, it's good special teams. I was always gonna yeah. get defense and special That's teams. What, as long as he doesn't do anything stupid, like yep. major turnovers, yep. fumbles. Yeah, be you be clean with the ball, you're gonna have a chance. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, don't put it on the ground. Because unless you um, give Iowa, they give the Iowa offense yep. points. They're not gonna they're not gonna score that much. Right, right. And and Williams, the yeah, running right. back, who, if, Williams, the running back who ran for 200 on us yeah. last year's out. So Did they say their their backup running backs hurt too. Yeah, they got quite. I think they might have a lineman or two. They got a lot of injuries going on. So Brian Ferentz, um, like I think you said that Brian Ferentz excuses. Yeah. Yep, that was our Illinois buddy that doesn't like Iowa that that said that. But, yeah, yeah, good old Kirk Ferentz does not want to fire his son at any cost. But the AD might have to put the hammer down finally. But uh, um, one one thing before we do the prediction, and Evan and I did ours, Andrew, and we, we've kind of implemented this into the pod the last few weeks. We do a bold, spicy prediction for every game. So what's your bold, spicy prediction for this game? Mm, I think Hudson Card. I think I know Tyrone Tracy has a rebound game or not a rebound, a revenge game against Iowa. I think I think Hudson Card has three or four touchdown passes. Three or four. I'll say three or four touchdowns because he might. I like one it. In. I like it. Mine was card. Tracy two touchdowns and Evans was a defensive touchdown by Purdue. Back to back weeks. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Has that happened? Has that happened in a while? <laughs> you can remember? Well, we were trying to figure out. Um, Six three two. That's still a big boy. Massive human being. With spikes on, he's six five. Yeah, yeah. We were trying to figure out because we said this. Fran's got to recruit him for basketball. (laughs) Next, uh, Charles Davis. What's his? Yeah, Charles. Next, Luca. Luke Garza. Yeah. Uh, We were trying to figure out because this game is really supposed to be a night game, right, Tan? We're trying to figure out the last. I believe so. Yeah. True night road game. It hasn't, it's got to be in Happy Valley at some point. And I feel like I, I remember I, a night game there, maybe. We but. were discussing, I think it was 2010 at Northwestern, I think was the last official night game on the road for Purdue. 
And that was Rob Hunter. Games that started late, but I feel like that was like oh, I feel like the year that Austin Star in the game winner thing that was a night game, I think. But that was like oh seven. Yeah, so. I was driving. I remember that one happening. I was driving somewhere. And that was oh seven night. Listening to it, I remember when they lost that one. Or it might have been one of those three. I bet it was a three thirty because the Big Ten doesn't do night games till this year in November. It's true. Now with a new TV contract, they are, which is going to be miserably cold if we have one of those come November. <laughs> but. Um, I mean, we've had a lot of 330s that in the fall end in night, but like as far as a true night yeah, game, that's true. I'm pretty sure it's Northwestern. It was, it was Rob Henry's first start. Northwestern was ranked 25th, and Dan Deerkin had a heck of a game, and we won. Yeah. Um, I think that's the last one. I cannot recall another one on the road. I can't remember like hard the Indian games at Northwestern other than the Wrigley game. Like, Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Aiden <laughs> um, O'Connell's first win up there in 2019. Uh-huh. Yeah. But – because I mean Purdue, we didn't have lights for yeah. longest part, so we barely ever had night games. If well, they we would did, run them in. Like, if we did, game, yeah, another name, Ohio really, State. Those were like three. Even those were like three thirty stars, probably. Yeah, and then Hazel was so bad, we never had night games at home or on the road. <laughs> Nevada was not night their time. No, it's like a five thirty yeah. start their time, probably. I'm pretty sure it was Northwestern. I mean, so like a fact well, or that was. I mean, I oh, that was oh nine. Yeah. Um, was that, that, was that, that probably wasn't a night game for Oregon. No, not for the not, not, not for oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. 2017. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that, that one. That no, right? that was, was on that, the road. I forgot that about that game. game. Against Northwestern on like a Sindelar blew his knee out that game. I forgot he about did? that one. That was a night yeah. game? Yeah. Pull that up right one. now. Purdue lost 23-13. to 13. Oh, Thorson was their quarterback. Because that made us go four and six, and it looked like we were gonna. Then we beat Iowa and Indiana. Um. Yeah, Sindelar was thirty-seven for sixty, three seventy-six. Sixty-three tips. <laughs> thirty-seven for sixty. Oh, still. <laughs> uh, Jared Sparks had eleven catches for one hundred and thirty yards. Um. Our uh, one yeah, seven o'clock. Yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. huh, uh, good one. Good find. Our only so I had the Northwestern part right. Yeah. Our only touchdowns were a Jared Burgess 21 yard pass from Elijah. That's a name I haven't heard of in a long time. That was, he was like 29 years old. Yeah. And then Anthony Mahungu had a catch from Sindelar. But yeah. that's, when, oh, yeah. that's when Sindelar hurt his knee, and we had no idea it was a torn ACL at the time. Oh, that's okay. Because then, then he played. He played and he balled out yeah. the next three games. Yeah. And then, they're like, uh-huh. then after the Foster Four, oh, he was playing on a torn ACL. <laughs> what? Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah. Then his career was never the same, unfortunately, after that. But, um, yes, with all that said, uh, score oh, predictions right. and MVP for Saturday. Right. I'll go ahead. So I'd see. I'm going to say Purdue. I think Purdue's going to move the ball. I think they get some offensive rhythm. I think they're going to win um, 28-17. I think it's comfortable. Oh, I like it. I think Hudson yeah, Card, like I already made my bold. I guess, yeah, 28, that's four touchdowns. So I, that sticks with my. I'm going to go 24-21. Tyron Tracy's MVP. 21-20. Iowa, Iowa misses a game-winning field goal. Shut up. <laughs> no, you, I think you got to flip that. Julio, Julio Matt, I don't know, the new, whatever the kicker. Macias? Macias. Iowa's kicker pushes it right. I about die <laughs> from stress and uh, produce victorious. So, And, and uh, Tyron Tracy's my pick, too, since I had him for two, at least two touchdowns. So. Uh, before we wrap up, though, I thought we would talk about the Big Ten basketball schedule that came out today with the Times and TV networks. Caused quite the stir on Knucklehead Central because <laughs> Purdue has at least six games on, on to the... To be fair, what does it is the, is the real question. Right now, it's all the peacock right now. Just, <laughs> this just has everybody up in arms between three weeks in a row of football and now basketball, including Arizona and at Indiana. Brilliant business move by Peacock, though, by the way, to drive subscribers. They're not dumb. They're not dumb. Uh, (laughs) So if you're wondering what the hell games you might miss on Peacock, it's Arizona neutral down in Indianapolis at Maryland 
at Nebraska, at Indiana, Michigan at home, and at Illinois. So some pretty good ones there. So does that mean if it's on Peacock that that, that at Assembly Hall game won't have like Nick Vitale or something like in the building? I'm sure he'll find a way to get down there. I think Dick's ESPN. I think we're good. I think we're no mean? Dick Vitale this year. It's so. a positive. We'll, we'll have Robbie. I guarantee yeah. we have Robbie. We're going to have Robbie a lot since he's yeah. going to do Fox and, and NBC and, and uh, Peacock. <laughs> Network. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but um, uh, yeah, looking at the games, uh, I saw uh, someone on Netflix, like I'd rather have, which I mean, or someone on Twitter, I think said, man, it's easy for me to say because I had, because we have Peacock here in, in our house. Right, so right, I'm, right. No problem. Like I'd rather have, like, I'd rather take the three or four more Peacock games than have a Big Ten Plus I, game. I, I agree. Oh my gosh. To subscribe to that god awful service. I agree. So only two Big Ten Plus games. I see. Um, yeah. Arkansas, yeah. Arkansas, the exhibitions, SEC plus, Grace yeah. College, exhibition, Big Ten plus, Samford, oh. Big Ten network, Morris State's Big Ten plus, yeah. Xavier's the 830 at night game, FS1, Gonzaga, the first game of the Maui's, a five o'clock Monday night game at ESPN2, then uh, win or loss, you get Tennessee or Syracuse, 230 or eight o'clock. And then the next day is around three. I guess I Tech- forgot that. I thought we were going to have no games in ESPN this year, but I forgot the Maui was going to be ESPN. Yeah, ESPN yeah which which I'm cool with. Oh, yeah. Uh, Texas Southern, Big Ten Network, Northwestern, Big Ten Network, Iowa, Big Ten Network, Alabama, up in Canada, Fox, Arizona, Peacock, like I said, Jacksonville, Big Ten Network, East Kentucky, Big Ten Network, Maryland, Peacock, Illinois at home, FS1, and Nebraska, Peacock. Uh, Pitt State at home, Big Ten Network, 215 game there. That's a weird start time. At Indiana, 7 o'clock, Peacock. At Iowa, 2 o'clock, FS1. Michigan at home, 9 o'clock. Hate those. Peacock. Uh, at Rutgers, 1 o'clock, Fox. They love to put us and Rutgers on the big matchup. <laughs> Northwestern, 6.30, Big Ten Network. Uh, at Wisconsin, 1 o'clock, CBS. Indiana at home, and 8 o'clock, Saturday night, Fox. We're not going to get game day at all, are we, this year since – we're not ESPN, probably. Oh, God, absolutely not. Uh, absolutely not. It's, it's a joke that all the years Macarena only had it once. What a joke. Yeah. They're, uh, gonna stay, yeah, they're not going to Michigan State. They won't go to Assembly Hall. They won't come here. Yeah. That yeah, show's going to suck now. Uh, Miz- between Duke, Miami, yeah. <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota at home on my birthday and Evan's wife's birthday, 830 Big Ten Network. Well, I'm not watching that one. <laughs> at Ohio State, DVR at, at Ohio State, yeah. 1 o'clock CBS. Rutgers at home, 7 o'clock FS1. At Michigan, 2 o'clock CBS. March 2nd, Michigan State at home, 8 o'clock Fox. Uh, March 5th at Illinois, 7 o'clock Peacock. March 10th, Wisconsin, 12.30 at home Fox. Then Big Ten Tournament to be determined. And uh, to be announced. So a lot of CBS and Fox games at the end, which is nice. Do we know where the Big Ten Tournament is going to be at? Minneapolis, Minnesota. I thought it was going to be Minnesota. I can't remember. That will be cold and fun. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Uh, is that going to be in the rotation, or are they just going to start moving around? I bet they, you know it's going to be in LA here yeah, in the next five LA years. Like, it'll be. I bet it's in like two years. Uh, um, I mean, it'll be like in Chicago. I'm gonna be like an indie in two year or in two years, or I should say next year, and then or next the next season, 2025 season, and then it'll be in LA. I bet it's my guess. Detroit's gonna want it. They've never had it. Cleveland's probably gonna want it. Philadelphia might want it eventually. Who knows? We've Omaha, <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska. East Coast has gotten their fix. Yeah, where can we put oh, it? in? Did we do D.C. or when we did Madison Square Garden? Did we do it in D.C.? Yeah, that's when yeah. Um, we lost to Michigan after their plane uh, ordeal and poor uh, yeah. P.J. missed two or three free throws towards the yep. end. Yeah, that's right. We lost to him in overtime. Yeah, and then we lost to freaking Little Rock. Oh, that was the same year? I think so, right? Or was I that the following year? I think that was the following year. Okay. I get my years mixed Thanks. up anymore. I'm getting old. Um. Yeah, but yeah, that I guess just what stuck out to me was, of course, the six games on Peacock, especially the Indiana game. We don't but have all, a lot of home day games on Saturdays. 
I think as I texted you guys, we have a lot. If it's a home game on a Saturday, it's like a, it seems to be a night game. Yeah, yeah, a lot of late night games. Yeah, this year in general, which kind of I get it for TV purposes, but kind of sucks if you got to travel a decent yeah. ways to get there. But, yeah. but basketball will be here um, sooner than we know it. So sounds like he's back to practicing. Thank God, <laughs> we can all breathe, breathe normally. Uh, yesterday. What was that? Sunday or Monday? Yeah. Yep. Sunday. CJ Cox. Yep. From the East Coast. Sounds like a. I, the tape I've seen and watched them, I like the, obviously the highlights are highlights, but don't really know a whole lot about them. But it sounds like, I mean, at this point, if Painter wants them, and I'm, I'm cool with it. Especially if he was the main recruiter. Yeah. Right. Trust the guy. He's got a pretty good track record. Uh, any final thoughts before we do some sponsor reads and uh, wrap this bad boy up? Thank God the tiny cannon stays home. <laughs> tiny cannon that's freaking heavy. That's where I forgot. Yeah, it's a, it's more heavy when it's on the plaque itself, yeah. but it comes off. It's not too bad when you take it off. But I was too afraid to take it off because I'm like, I'm gonna drop it if I take it <laughs> off, and I don't want to be that guy. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, Illinois, Illinois thinks my uh, second least uh, favorite Big Ten football team. So I don't like them. So, fun to, fun to get that win. Fun to get that win. But, yep. uh, yes, uh, Saturday, 3.30. It's kind of a weird time to eat, but it's on the road. Pizza is always a good thing to eat while you're watching football, especially if you get some pizza from Mad Mush. Mad Mushroom has been serving. It's the heart of West Lafayette. been serving Boilermakers since 1994. Um, you can sit down. And it's the home of the original cheese stick. You can enjoy some cheese sticks, some wings, some grinders. Of course, their pizza. You want to take advantage of their pizza of the month. It's October. It's a new month. So we got a new pizza of the month. We got a dessert pizza this month, oh, fellas. Yeah. Dessert pizza. We got the pumpkin spice pizza. This dessert pizza features a sweet pumpkin spice pie mix topped with roasted mini marshmallows and finished with walnuts and powdered sugar. Starts Dang. as... $14 to get two of those bad boys. You'll be over the $20 limit, and you can tell them the Boiler Breakdown sent you, or you can use the promo code BREAK5 for $5 off any order. Once again, get some pizza, get some wings, get some grinders, get some cheese sticks, get everything. Boiler up for the Hawkeye game, and tell them Boiler Breakdown sent you, or if you're ordering online, BREAK5 for $5 off. Any order over $20, that's at madmushroom.com. Feed your head. And Evan's got a good-looking Purdue basketball shirt on. I got the world's largest drum shirt. I think we got these from the same place. I think we did. I think we did. Uh, we got them from the shop. Have to have them on again uh, for the third year in a row. Uh, Shop's been bringing sports and hometown apparel to the fans since 2011. From their humble beginnings in garages and basements, you can find them at their two retail stores and online. They make comfortable shirts. It makes everybody happy. Shop's located at Carmel and in uh Indianapolis and the Broderville area, as well as online at theshopindy.com. They make the best shirts, hands down, period. Next time you're shopping online, use code BREAKDOWN for 25% off your entire order. Yeah, and if you have the unfortunate uh, pleasure, I guess, of not being a Purdue fan or, or have a family member that's not a Purdue fan, they do have a bunch of other colleges within the state. They also have Colts, Pacers. Don't they have Cincinnati Reds, Andrew? They do. Do they? I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they got the Reds. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen. I haven't seen. Uh, I'll have to check that out. They have a lot of other Indiana um, culture staples. Uh, of course, any 500 that might be some of the mm-hmm. best merchandise they have. 500. So, whatever you're looking Indians. for. Um, Indians. Sure. They're the main supplier for the Indy 11 soccer team. I think too. you're right. So, awesome. uh, shirts, hats, drinkware, any other apparel, um, stickers, they got it all. So go check them out. Shopindy.com promo code breakdown for 25% off. Any final thoughts? Going once. Iowa corn sucks. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, boiler up, hammer down, and beat the hot guys. Boiler up. <laughs>